0: Greetings and welcome to the Tapestry Podcast. I'm Ryan Roth. I'm subbing for Chris Turner today because joining me on the show is my lovely wife, Kayla, along with Chris and Kelly Turner. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi Ryan.
1: Hey, babe.
0: Oh, I like that. Hey, babe. (laughs) So, Chris, does it feel weird to have somebody else read the intro for you?
2: It, It feels very weird, yes. How'd I do? You did well. Did I skip anything you did skip the whole tapestry is the adoption and foster care ministry of Irving Bible Church in Irving, Texas, but otherwise that was that was that thank common. you so um, what
0: we wanted to do today because we talk a lot about parenting uh, and parenting tools and strategies and how they work in reality and talk about and give examples of successes and some of our failures, what we thought we 'd do today <coughs> is kind of have like a confession panel here where we talk about some of the some of the things. Um, from our old ways of parenting that we've really kind of struggled to leave behind. Mm -hmm. And so um, if I don't know who just wants to jump in and and, and start us off with something that they've they've struggled with as a parent, particularly something from the old way of parenting that you know you shouldn't do anymore, but still do and struggle to not do. Kelly, since you're with us for the first time.
3: Sure. I will admit, I've admitted at empowered to Connect classes and everywhere else where we've gone and I'm a yeller and I'm not proud of it. And my kids know that I yell and luckily I've also learned techniques on how to apologize to them and, and they accept my apology and we move on. But it's still something that I do and I wish I didn't do as much.
0: I want to talk about yelling because I think all of us can identify with that. Okay. Um, yeah. And and I think that um, what you said was key that even though you are a yeller, you are trying trying to not be a yeller and you also do repair those mistakes because I think that um, parents sometimes you know, the grace that we want um, the Lord to extend to us I think sometimes we are really reluctant to extend that grace to ourselves and yeah I'm going to mess up but I need to also um, need to understand that I can repair that mistake because we all mess up and what a beautiful thing for us to model for our children that yeah we will seek your forgiveness because we did harm you um, I almost started this episode with hi. My name is Ryan, and I am a yeller <laughs> because I suffer from the same same thing that you do, Chris. How about you? You are a yeller?
2: Oh, absolutely. My parents re- yelled, and you know you you learn what you mm. learned to parent the way you were parented, right? So yeah. it was just kind of a natural thing, I suppose. And I, I think for me, the the more children that we brought into the house, the, the the more noise there is in the house, and so. The more you feel like you have to yell to be heard that's and, why i yell right just to be heard <laughs> above the noise <laughs> and so you know when you're yelling just to be heard above the noise sometimes it just means you you yell all the time sometimes so Kayla, you ever yell
1: no i don't yeah i'm very <laughs> quiet spoke.
0: Kayla, you ever lie <laughs> as
1: a matter of fact i don't do that either <laughs> it's strange mm. No, yeah. I I definitely mm-hmm. yell and I don't want to. It's I you know when we talk about kids and like like flipping their lids. I mean, it's literally it feels like an out of body experience sometimes yeah. when I when I get frustrated with the kids. I can feel myself getting frustrated and I can feel that I'm about to start yelling and I feel almost powerless to do anything yeah. about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I have to use some of the techniques that I try to get my kids to do to calm. I have to breathe. I have to go for a walk. I have to do these things, but I don't always catch myself in time. And so,
0: do you blow on your soup?
1: I, I don't, I, I do that with the kids, but I have not started smelling and blow, cooling the soup. That would be interesting. I think the kids might laugh. It would probably
0: probably go a long way to diffuse the situation and the kids are laughing like what is mom doing? (laughs) 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 She's myself leave me
1: alone. (laughs) 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 Yes, that would be an interesting take on it but I think I feel like when I yell I for the most part it seems like I yell because I have overreacted to something Mm. small. Mm. So like a bunch of small things happen and then you just lose it. Yeah, sometimes when
3: they're just being kids right?
1: You're like
2: and you're just not in the mood yeah. for the kids at like, that moment, right?
3: Eat your breakfast, but you yes. know school mornings are the worst. Yeah. Uh, there's you know yeah. there's already enough stress. Time you know you have to be out the door by a certain time. You just want them to eat, yep. and you don't want them to goof off. But they're just being kids. Yeah.
2: And, they've had a full night's yeah. rest, and, you so, know, and you al- yeah, you haven't. They're alert, bright, bushy tailed, and you know, yeah.
0: It's hard, yeah. And I think part of the problem for us is, because I think the the breakfast thing is key, It's part of the problem for us is that Kayla and I go to bed too late. Like we have all the world's best intentions. Like we're going to 11.30 going upstairs, turn the light (laughs) out and go to sleep. And then we'll, it's midnight. Um, How about one more episode of whatever, right? And so then we'll, we'll, We'll think we can do it and then fall asleep 15 minutes in, wake up at 4.30 on the couch. I may be recounting last night. Uh, wake up <laughs> 4.30 on the couch, head upstairs, try to get back to sleep, but, you know, locking all the doors, getting the dogs upstairs and, you know, it takes 5, 6, 10 minutes, whatever. And then by the time I'm awake and just laying in bed there unable to fall asleep. So then I wake up, you know, alarm goes over 10 after 6 and I'm tired. And then the kids come down like you said, all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, because they actually got a decent <laughs> night's sleep. And right. then I'm like, so part of me is just annoyed that they were rested <laughs> and I'm not. And then they're just happy and just being kids, and I and I and I can't and I can't deal with it, right? Because right. I haven't slept enough, and I'm literally overwhelmed by it. And then so I like yell because I just like things need to settle down right now. And well, then we this, just start the day off at a completely well, wrong this foot. this
3: morning, my kid said, did you not sleep well?
0: <laughs> so
3: my kids know.
2: And, and
0: he I, yelled back, of course I did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my kids know. I know when, I was, when my
3: oldest was younger, when I would come up from work and be stressed and be, you know, sh- did you have a rough day at work, Mommy? I mean, he, you yeah, know, he, picked up on they it. know. And it's you don't wish they didn't, but, you know, they know something's on top of why you're doing mm. that. Um, you know, when they say, why are you yelling? I'm like, Oh, I didn't even realize I was yelling. And so now, Mm. now uh, the fact that they're cognizant of it makes me more, makes me think about it more. So uh, I still do it. Hopefully I'll do it less. And I think, like you said, the repair is, I mean, Mm. it's not only helped with my relationship when I'm doing something now, when they do something, my little one says, mommy, do you, do you accept my apology? Yeah, I mean they they they're learning that as well, and I mean he says it the cutest way. So yeah. you're like you have to. <laughs> you have to. You're like, oh. <laughs> so I think that that helps as well.
0: Could, when you say the cutest way, could you could you impersonate no. <laughs> it? It just wouldn't come across. It's the same. not going to come across the same. He's just, it's really really cute. I I can't imagine anything he says could be perceived as anything but cute though.
2: Oh no. <laughs> there's a switch that will flip sometimes he starts every sentence but like looking
0: back because you know I'm like six and a half feet tall and he's like three feet tall he's like
2: Mr. Ryan
0: (laughs) (laughs) he's the sweetest little voice so uh, uh, repairing your mistake. so you're like okay so I yelled I lost it I apologized Um, Chris, Kayla any ways other than just going and actually um, apologizing to the kids that you guys use um, when you're trying to repair that mistake um, of yelling at the children. Because I think we will all agree that when a kid's about to yell into the run into the street, yelling at them to stop is good. And Chris said earlier, I mean, he's a yeller because his parents yelled. I come from yellers too, right? My dad's solution to a problem was if he was just loud and aggressive enough, everybody would just quit. And so... The reality is, as we go with the way we were parented, if we're not intentional, right? If 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 out of this episode we don't convey any other piece of information that's memorable, we go with what we know when we're under pressure, mm-hmm. and so that's yeah. why we have to be intentional. We can't just let the pressure get to us. So, what do, what do you guys do um, other than just, you know, hey, I'm sorry that I yelled at you. Will you please forgive me? Any other any other tools and tricks you got that you use with the kids?
1: When I'm really thinking about it, I will if I can catch myself in that moment of frustration, I will stop and say, I think I need to try that again. Mm-hmm. And I'll, or I'll do a, do a redo. redo. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes my kids, if if I haven't totally lost my cool and they can see I'm starting to get frustrated, they might even say, Mommy, do you think you want to try that again? <laughs> and Does that
0: make you laugh every time? It
1: doesn't always make me laugh. There are times where I'm like, no, I really don't want to try it again. As a matter of fact...
0: But, but thank you for asking <laughs>
1: That's right, but usually, just just going back and doing it again can can really break the ice if I'm cognizant enough to think about that,
0: yeah
2: yeah, I don't think I've ever used the the term redo when it's me who needs the redo, <laughs> but like you, you know, oh, can I try that again? yeah, or hey, buddy, let me try that again, and yeah. after I've taken a few deep breaths or maybe had to leave the room for a few minutes, yeah. And then start over.
0: I think that all the things we talked about are really fantastic when um, modeling right behavior for our children. Because for us to try to convey the inaccurate message that you have to be perfect all of the time, Mm -hmm. we do we do our children a great disservice in many levels. Now, I'm not saying like Paul, like okay, should I increase sending so that grace might abound? Of course not. Right? I mean, we have to be aware of the mistakes we're making, and we have to try to do better. But the flip side of that is that we will always stumble, and we will fall because of that stumbling. But it's what you do after the mistake, because that's one of the lessons we try to teach our children. Look, everybody messes up. What you do once you've messed up is more important than messing up. Are you making things right? Are you taking responsibility for your mistake? Because think about when you apologize to your child. You're taking responsibility for your mistake. You're seeking forgiveness. You're uh, modeling humility, all these things that are wonderful lessons for our children to learn. You're modeling grace for your children when you say, hey, I'd like to try that again. When you walk out of the room, when you walk you know, to the mailbox a couple of times up and down the sidewalk, whatever, you're modeling self-regulation for our children. So. Yelling, yes, one thing. But you've modeled like seven wonderful things after the fact for the children. And I think that we do need to try to do better. But we also need to realize that even in our moments of weakness and failure, good can come from that.
3: Yeah, exactly. Who has another confession?
0: Well, I'll confess that um, I don't always model the most mature responses for my children to their behaviors. <laughs> and so what, I'm, what I mean by that is that without... Um,
2: Ryan, are you saying that you use sarcasm with your children? No, I'm saying <laughs> that I don't model the most mature responses. <laughs> yes, yeah, so sometimes I'll, I'll say
0: like something um, that's, that's... At least I convince myself that I'm trying to be funny, but I think what I'm trying to do is I'm disguising the fact that I just want you to stop it, right? And wrap some humor around it, so I think I'm funny, and uh, and especially for our kids who um, who are very literal. Oh, I,
3: we we've got at least one of those who <laughs> just. It's not that he doesn't have a sense of humor, but everything is, is so literal. literal. Yeah, it's yeah. like whoa! I didn't really mean this when I I didn't mean that. I'm yeah. just being <laughs> silly, yeah. and they don't get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: so I think that that the not having the most mature responses ever is sarcasm is part of that uh, I think sometimes I like snap back at them sometimes I will say something that is a little biting and then what's really really condemning about that is when I watch one of the children do it to one of their siblings mm. Mm. and I think to myself and I said no 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 you can say whatever you want to but you need to speak nicely and I am waiting for my 8 year old daughter because I know she's going to be the first one <laughs> to say to me well you don't dad mm-hmm and, um, it will be like checkmate at that point with her because I will want to respond poorly to that, but I just know that I will just be so devastated by that. And so that kind of, you know, is one of the drivers for, for me to try to behave better is that when we do watch the children, you know, Kelly and I would spend a lot, a couple of times this week just talking about modeling right behavior for our children. And it's not just modeling right behavior in good th- in big things, you know, um, Kayla grew up in the era when kind of when men just really didn't sing in church. And so um, when when we um, started dating and going to church together, she said, you know, I really noticed that you sang during worship. And she said, because, you know, when she grew up in church, like people her dad's age, the, the guys just didn't sing. They just kind of stood there. She said, I grew up thinking that men didn't sing in church. Well, what I'm afraid I'm teaching my children is that they're going to grow up thinking that... Um, the appropriate and first response for every negative interaction is barking at somebody. And then I watch my daughter do that to her siblings. And I think, oh, we have taught her well. (laughs) And they were so disappointed in us. And, you know, she was upset about something the other day and I was trying to get her to just, to try to help her regulate. And she just like barked right at me. Man, It was, it was... It was difficult. It kind of cuts right through, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I was just like, I was both equal parts mad and hurt at the same time because mm-hmm. it's like that song, Cats in the Cradle, my boy was just like me. And so it really, really forces us to try to do better because when our kids start modeling sarcastic comments, smart mouthy things, you know, um, it's hard. It's hard because I realized that we did that to them.
2: Mm-hmm. And something that I've struggled with is uh, being present in the moment with my kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. because uh, I like sports, and you know the Rangers are in the playoff hunt, and football season has started, and hockey season's on the way, and you know there's almost there's a game on almost every night. Yeah, and so when we don't have other activities uh, that take us out of the house and whatnot, you know, I I want to be watching the game if I can and. I know that it's difficult for me to disengage from the thing I want to be doing to engage with them.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've had my kids say, you know, mommy, can you stop texting and come help me with this? Or, and I'm like, I'm not, I just had to send a quick text. But then I realized that, you know, there'll be days where I'm sending a lot of really quick texts. And Mm -hmm. so to them, it sounds, seems like I'm, texting all the time or I'm on my phone all the time and and maybe I am on there more than I think I am but you know sometimes it's important and sometimes it's not sometimes it's just really trivial stuff you know and so I think sometimes just taking the time to put down my device or whatever it is you know my phone or my computer or whatever and just really be fully in the moment with my kids and you know whether it's when they're doing something you know sometimes they'll say will you come watch this show with me well it's not something I'm interested in so right. you bring your instead iPad of or yeah, yeah yeah I bring um, something with me I I'm like I'll same, bring but, my phone with me and I'll sit yeah. and I'll look on Facebook and they're like you're not really watching I'm like I don't really want to watch the mermaid <laughs> show thank you that we've
2: already seen two times <clears throat> exactly and so
1: you know but I think to them it's important and so that's what I need to be doing and so that's hard though because I can easily justify... Well, I mean, it's just a TV show. I don't need to be watching it. But mm-hmm. to them, that's nurture. Right. They love to... Yeah,
0: cause so it's not just a TV show. them, It's yeah. your presence. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
1: me being really with them. With being them, with them you know? Right. So they want to be sitting in my lap. And they want to be snuggled up to me. And if I've got a device in my hand, I'm like, stop bumping me. <laughs> you know? I can't do this with you holding on to me. You know? So I think that's definitely a, a struggle for me is just unplugging and giving them that my full attention.
2: I think our youngest has kind of figured it out though. Cause he'll come in sometimes and he'll see me watching uh, a game. Daddy, can I, can I watch with you? Sure. And he'll come sit down and he'll start asking questions. <laughs> what, did he, what did he, what just happened? Well, he threw a ball and that was the fourth ball. And so now the batter gets to go to first base. Oh. And he's just five, so I don't think it's quite sinking in yet. I'm sure I'll get the exact same question, you know. (laughs) Next time. Or the next time time, and the next Or a week or a week later, or two weeks later, or whatever. But uh yeah, I think he's kind of figuring out that gosh, if I can't get dad to come to me, I'll go to dad. (laughs) Which works too, because then all of a sudden now he's sitting he's sitting with me and we're snuggling and
1: Yeah. He's doing something you enjoy too. Right. Yeah.
2: And then sometimes that does end up taking me out of that too, and we go off to do whatever.
3: I've started to try to leave my work device at home on the weekends. It's, it's hard, and it's it's not natural for me, but it's something yeah. I've tried. At least when I'm at my kids' games or something, instead of for a while, I would be at the games and I'd be on my BlackBerry, my work back, BlackBerry, answering work emails. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm I'm here to watch my son play hockey. I need to not be. Answering emails, so yeah. now I don't even bring it with me.
0: One of my hardest times to be present with the children is when they say this in the summer Dad, do you want to come play outside with us? <laughs> And I'm like, it's, it's 110 hot. degrees. It's 100% humidity. No, no, I don't want to go outside. <laughs> my, my
3: son just asked, why don't we go outside more often? I'm like, it's hot. It's hot. I'm like, like, no,
1: can't say that anymore. It has been nice and cool well, here, this week. last yeah, few this week. days. <laughs>
2: We've had our week of fall here in right. Flint, Texas. So Go
0: outside, go outside.
1: Yeah, play. Go outside I'll come sit with you. It's nice.
3: <laughs> so,
0: so, yeah, I mean, it, it is hard because... There's always that one thing that you have to do. It's the well, I can't play with you now cuz I have to, you know, help with dinner. I have to do this, I have to do that, and there's always this something that's that's super important that we've decided that has to be done. And um and sometimes our kids may want 23 minutes from us for a mermaid show. And sometimes our kids want 5 minutes from us to play a game of checkers. And I just think that we're, we're just really bad about giving them those little moments. Like we, we'll we we'll do better with like bigger things and bigger yeses, but the little yeses that they want, I don't think we're, we're very good at because what's it going to harm me to sit down and play checkers? Or read
3: them? another book at night. You know, yeah. can you read me a book? I'm like, I'm really tired and I want you to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. so. will, will you carry no. me up the stairs? I'm tired. And then
0: she said, I'm tired too.
2: Oh. <laughs>
0: like can we compromise can I carry you to the landing and then I feel really dumb when I get there because the landing on our stairs is like three quarters of the way up i <laughs> so like I could really do the last four steps <laughs>
2: <laughs> and sometimes um. I do
0: but sometimes I'm embarrassed and I don't or like I'll just carry you to the top of the steps and she's like why would you take me to my bed because I'm tired and I get whiny and then tomorrow <laughs> I'm like don't whine at me. Use good
1: words. <laughs> yeah, I think I do that a lot with the kids. I I model whining. Yeah. Because I get so frustrated and then I'm like, "Would you please just stop?" And I'm just whining at them. Yeah. And then the minute they whine at me, I'm like, "Don't whine. Don't no whine whining. at me. Yeah. Use real words." Um I again, I'm waiting for one of them to come back and go, "Mom, use real words." You know. <laughs> But I do, there's lots of just little things that you unintentionally model and then you hear them coming back at you and you're like, "Eh, that sounds horrible.
0: Well, I have bad news for all of us. And that is that I feel like if we just kept talking about our failures as parents, (laughs) we might have a three hour episode. Uh, So I think we might have to revisit this topic sporadically in the future. Uh, with the sort of the confessions panel here. Um, I think Chris, we need
1: some new parents for the confessions panel.
0: Because you're, you're tired of being confessional? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing else to confess. <laughs> nothing else to confess. That's right. That's right. We've uh, all our the rest of it I do perfectly. It, it, well, all the time. Except all the time. for your, your public lying. Which you <laughs> <not confess> about? <laughs> I do need um, to work on that. So, Chris, you were very nice to let me read the intro and welcome everybody to the show. But it just felt awkward for me and felt <laughs> wrong. So I'm not even going to try to read the outro. Um, if you'll take us home.
2: Can- sure thing. I'd like to thank Ryan, Kayla, and Kelly for being on the podcast hey, today. Hey, Kelly. <laughs> woo oh, Yeah, thanks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a question for us that will fit into 140 characters, you may tweet it to us at tapestryibc. If you require a bit more room, you can email us at tapestry at irvingbible.org. You can also find us on Facebook at Tapestry IBC. You can subscribe to this podcast in iTunes. Just search for Tapestry Adoption Podcast. If you've enjoyed and gotten value from this podcast, we would appreciate a review. You can find more resources on our website, tapestryministry.org. Thanks for listening.